Welcome to the Hospital Finance Podcast, your go-to source for information and insights that can help you stay ahead of the challenges impacting healthcare finance. And now, the host of the Hospital Finance Podcast, Michael Passanate. Hi, this is Mike Passanate, and welcome back to the award-winning Hospital Finance Podcast. Price transparency in healthcare is something that is getting a lot of attention, especially now that CMS price transparency requirements are in effect for hospitals. Prescription price transparency at the point of care can provide benefits for both patients and providers. To talk with us about this, I'm joined by Carm Huntress, CEO of RX Review. Carm is an entrepreneur and strategic leader with over 20 years of experience in healthcare IT and interoperability, as well as startup growth and technology. Carm, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me and great to be here. So Carm, for folks who may not be familiar with RX Review, why don't you tell us a little bit about what you do there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we've uh, been around for about eight years and our core focus uh, today is really around bringing uh, real-time cost coverage and benefit information around prescription drugs to the point of care to help doctors make more informed decisions and help patients get on sort of the most cost-effective and convenient drug based on their plan and insurance. Excellent. So let's start at a, at a high level with this concept of price transparency and, and tell us how price, can, price transparency can impact a health system's bottom line. Yeah, it's, it's a really interesting um, state of affairs today when you think about uh, outpatient pharmacy. And most providers today are, are pretty blind to what the cost is going to be for their patients, what drugs are covered, what drugs are not covered. Uh, and pharmacy benefits for most individuals have, have become a pretty complex thing. You know, there's now co-insurance. Um, there's sort of narrow network pharmacy options or restrictions for patients where they have to fill out a specific pharmacy. So, you know, our job as a company is to really work with the insurance companies and the, the pharmacy benefit managers or the PBMs to in real time, as the provider's making a prescription decision, um, show this information so they know the cost, they know the coverage um, and or restrictions on the drug they're trying to prescribe, as well as see therapeutic alternatives and make an intelligent decision and have a conversation right then and there with the patient to, um, you know, have the best, best um, choice for them and what they can afford. And so when you think about the benefits here, um, there's a lot of really great things that come out of having this data in real time to providers. The first thing is just patient satisfaction and experience. Um, you know, if you look at sort of the one, the top one, two or three things patients complain about, it is the pharmacy experience. Um, it's very confusing. You have no idea what you're going to pay. And then you show up to the pharmacy counter um, and the drug's not covered and you've got to play full cash and you're at the wrong pharmacy. You know, it's, it's a real mess. Um, and it's a big area of, of patient dissatisfaction that we can fix. Um, and so that's, that's a big reason. The second and third thing are really around um, helping the provider with the administrative burden of, of pharmacy issues today. It costs health systems about $15,000 per doctor per year in administrative pharmacy issues. So pharmacy callbacks, prior authorizations, 
Um, and clinical staff now is spending about 20 hours per week, um, you know, doing pharmacy administrative tasks. And our job is really to bring all that information forward. So help them understand, you know, this drug is covered. Let's get you on a, a, a going from a not covered to covered drug. And so you're not going to get a pharmacy call back or this drug has a prior authorization. Let's move to this drug that doesn't. And all that administrative savings is extremely impactful. We save doctors for every prior auth avoided. We're saving about 50 minutes of time for them and their clinical staff. Um, and so that's a lot when you think about a provider's day or week um, and, and the issues they have to deal outside of, you know, trying to just give patient care. And Karim, what should a health system do to make sure that they're providing accurate price transparency at the point of care? Well, the, the big thing is, is uh, you know, go to your electronic health record vendor. You know, we work today with Epic, Cerner, and Athena, our three big partners um, that we provide this information for. And, um, you know, ask questions about, uh, is this, you know, integrated and turned out on? Obviously, they can go to our website uh, and reach out to us directly. But the key thing is uh, they've got to ensure that this this capability has been turned on in their electronic health record uh, and uh, it's available to their providers as they're prescribing. Um, and, you know, the other big part is that you want to make sure that you have good coverage across all your payers. So we do have some very unique and somewhat exclusive relationships um, uh, with some payers um, that, you know, you've got to sort of connect to our network to get access to cost transparency for their members. So it's really important you look at your payer mix and understand, um, you know, which, which vendors you need to work with to get this information accurately at the point of care across all the, the, the insurance companies that you work with. Let's talk about um, the impact of pharmacy on the business. I'm curious how you see, um, how a healthcare system's pharmacy could impact the overall uh, growth of the system. Yeah, I mean, so a lot of what we, um, you know, we work a lot of closely with a large, a lot of large uh, academic, uh, you know, integrated delivery networks, large, a lot of large IDNs. And, you know, I would say a lot of these, uh, these large IDNs are um, really interested in, you know, they either have started their own pharmacies, um, they do specialty, and, you know, we're really starting to help them better uh, around that patient experience and doing fulfillment at their own pharmacies. Um, and that's an incredibly, we can be really helpful in that because we can say, hey, is the health system owned pharmacy in network? Um, do they have a relationship with the plan? Um, and is it okay for the patient to fill at that pharmacy? Um, and that really helps opposed to, you know, they send it, you know, the, the patients in a facility where they have a pharmacy and it's not covered on their plan, for instance. So then you're sending a patient to a pharmacy they can't even get the drug at or they're going to have to pay full cash. And so we're really helping a lot of those internal pharmacy teams at large health systems um, sort of use our, our data to help them figure out where's the best place to send the script. Um, you know, and maybe it's a specialty script and it's it needs to go to the 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 patient's plans, uh, specialty pharmacy. So we make sure it gets routed there um, or, you know, can it be filled at the health system? So in some cases, we're kind of a router to sort of route the drug to the right point of fulfillment that's going to be best for the patient. 
um, and have the best patient experience, right, and sort of the continuation of care. And as you think about health systems moving into value, this is the big um, opportunity for them where the most important thing or one of the most important things they can do is one, make sure the patient fulfills their drug and two, make sure the patient stays on the drug. And a lot of that has to do with, you know, convenience on fulfillment in that first bill. Um, and, and, you know, our payers have told us when we get the cost right for a patient and they use our technology, there's about a 23% lift in first fills, which is a big deal. If you think about, um, you know, getting that patient to, to get on that drug and stay on that drug. Uh, and cost is such a big factor in, in, in making sure that that happens. And that's one of the biggest things as we talk to health systems that are moving into ACO or risk-based models, adherence is just one of the number one things they can do to help keep that patient out of coming back into the hospital and readmitting, you know, readmitting and costing you know, the, the health system, a lot of money in those risk-based contracts. So we really see part of our conversation with health systems today is as you think about moving into risk-based contracts with your payer partners, how this is a, essential data that providers need to make to really make informed cost-effective decisions for your patients that are not only going to make it, you know, the drug affordable, but really drive adherence. Um, so you can thrive in those, those, those risk-based models with, with your payer partners. Can you talk to us about um, what a real-time prescription benefit is and how doctors are using it? Yeah, sure. So um, if, uh, if you think about a prescriber's workflow, um, they typically you know, start an encounter and they work in the electronic health record. They'll, they'll figure out the diagnosis and what the, the patient needs. And then they go into their ordering system and they say, okay, I want to order you a particular drug for, for, to treat this um, condition. And when they go and pick that drug and they usually put it in a pending status uh, in, inside the electronic health, health record. So let's say, you know, they just pick Humira as an example. They would, they would say, hey, I want Humira at this dose, this duration, and they would pen that drug to be ordered. And then they would go ahead and sign that order and it would be routed out to the, the pharmacy. When they pen that drug in their electronic health record behind the scenes, um, we look at the patient's insurance and then route that to the particular um, PDM to price the drug at the patient's preferred pharmacy um, and get back benefit coverage and cost information as well as therapeutic alternatives. So Humira might come back and, it's, and they might say, well, well, Humira is, you know, very expensive on your plan. It has a prior authorization. And it looks like there's a therapeutic alternative here that's less expensive, that's covered and doesn't have a prior auth. We'll show that information to the doctor in real time um, uh, uh, right after they pen, the, pen the, the medication. And they can simply select the alternative and then the order's updated. And they've really just prevented a huge amount of administrative waste and overhead and a lot of dissatisfaction potentially from the patient in, in you know, having to go down that path where that drug was not covered um, by, their, by their plan. And so uh, it updates in the EHR and then they just sign the, the order and it's routed out to whatever pharmacy may be, may be best. And that's another thing we'll look at. We'll look at, hey, is mail order better here? You know, is this a chronic um, uh, drug that they're going to be on for a long time and is a 90-day better than a 30-day fill at their retail pharmacy. And there's a lot of savings to be had um, by routing it to a mail order or a pharmacy. 
Um, and so those are different things we'll look at to kind of figure out what's the most cost, uh, cost effective and convenient option for the patient. Um, and so we do that all inside the electronic health record. And what's great about this is this isn't a portal, right? I think the history of these solutions um, is sort of forcing the doctor to go out of their workflow into a portal or another way of doing it. We think it's so essential to try to minimize the clicks and minimize the disruption to the provider's workflow. And so we've really focused on being tightly integrated into the electronic health record, into the point of decision at the point of order to help the provider make that most informed decision with this data. Um, and so that's essentially how it works today and how we um, you know, integrate with the provider's workflow to, to, to help them make these decisions. Karm, what is being done with medical benefits solutions and price transparency, knowing that those prices all fall under different coverage? Why are so many struggling to get accurate prices and, and what are you doing in that space? Yeah, so, you know, we, we've had a, a great success in pharmacy and, and built out this, you know, network. Um, what started to happen over the last few years, and there's some national um, things going around with the Da Vinci Project and others, where, uh, you know, payers have said, wow, we've had a lot of success in pharmacy. What else can we do uh, to get other types of benefit coverage and cost information to the point of care that today is sort of locked, a lot, again, locked up in these portals that providers nor patients really use? And so um, we uh, have been extending and adding to the SWIFT RX platform, which is does pharmacy, and adding now medical benefit capabilities um, uh, through the similar type mechanisms uh, to basically take uh, data from uh, electronic health records around labs, uh, radiology, imaging, referrals, gaps in care, uh, and do the similar types of, of, of uh, transactions where we can show the benefit coverage and cost information for these services and bring them back into the point of care. Uh, and so if you really want to think we're, we're, you know, ultimately what we're trying to be is that cost transparency and decision support layer for providers at the point of care across all, all types of orders and decisions they're making every day. And getting that essential information um, at the point of care, at the point of decision making in their ordering workflow. The challenge, right, you know, we kind of look at this internally, you know, medical benefits you know, capabilities today kind of look like pharmacy did a few years ago. They're kind of immature. Most of the payers have their own way of doing this and very unique systems. And, you know, we're tapping into a lot of the claim systems to do these types of transactions. And they're, they're pretty complex. Um, uh, and, and so we've started to build out that capability. Um, we've, we've uh, launched uh, so far in Cerner and we're really excited about that partnership and, we're expanding to other EHRs uh, later this year, uh, as well as adding more payers uh, into our what's called our, our medical benefits capability next to our pharmacy benefit. It's called Swift MX, um, uh, and so we're really trying to be that complete uh, platform for payers uh, and PBMs to get this data to to the point of care across our you know EHR footprint now, which is over two hundred thousand doctors. So it's a pretty ambitious goal. Um, but we're really excited about it because we really think we can dramatically impact, um, uh, you know, the cost of care, the quality of care, 
by getting this information to doctors so they can just make better decisions um, and really start to bend the cost curve in healthcare, which we so, so need to do. Karm, what do interoperability and price transparency regulations mean for your work? Um, you know, what I would say is, uh, you know, this is what healthcare, um, you know, for our work and, and the mission here, it's really, we, we just think this is fundamentally what healthcare needs. Um, you know, our mission is to, to help providers make better healthcare decisions. And the reason they're not making great decisions today is they don't have the information they need to make informed decisions. Um, they, they definitely have a clinical picture and are, you know, you know that, that's their core focus. But so much of healthcare is about, you know, what, what does my insurance enable me to do and get and what type of care can I get with my insurance and rationalizing that for the patient in real time is really what healthcare needs. If you think, you know, when, when we started the company and what we've seen over the last the year is such a heavy focus on consumer-based solutions. But if you really think who's making the decision in healthcare about your care, it's your provider, it's not you. And patients don't have the clinical experience or understanding to really rationally make these decisions. And often the, the opportunity to intervene, it's too late. You know, the provider's already made the decision. They've already made the referral. They've already made the prescription decision. And so our goal is really to get upstream at that point of care and really dramatically change providers' behavior so they have the data to make the most informed decision. And it, I think it's an incredible vision of what healthcare can be, right, where we get rid of this administrative waste, we get rid of poor decision-making, which is, is, is so frustrating patients today because they, they don't, you know, they don't even understand if I had just been referred to this other doc, doctor, I would have paid, you know, one-tenth the cost and, and it would have been a much better experience with a lot less cost for me as a patient. We have to really work to rationalize these decisions for providers. And we don't sit here and think providers have an intent to do anything bad. They just don't have the information. Um, you know, they, they, they have extremely busy days. They have very little time to spend with patients. But they definitely have, uh, there's clear opportunity in what we've been able to prove in pharmacy. If you get the information um, to them in the right ways, in their workflow, as they're making the decision, and you try to reduce the number of clicks um, to get to this information and make it seamless for them, they adopt it. Um, and they really do change their behavior. And that's what's so exciting and when we've been able to prove out at ARC's review. And I think you know, when providers, we talk to providers and interview them, they're incredibly excited about what we're doing and the impact it has on patient care. And we're, you know, grateful to be partners with them. Uh, and, and just, you know, I would say, um, thank them for all the incredible work they do every day uh, to, to, and the impact they've had, especially in this last year with the pandemic. Um, and we just want to make their jobs easier, right? We want to get them back to being the great doctors that they set out to be in medical school and in residency um, by giving them tools that, that get them away from the administrative headaches of, uh, you know, rationalizing a, a, a patient's insurance and benefit information and to really being the empathetic partners with patients that they, they so desire to be and really support the best and highest quality care for patients. So that's really for me, the underlying mission here 
and what we really want to do to change healthcare. If someone wanted to find out more about RX Review, where can they go? Um, our website is www.rxreview.com, and that's rxrevu.com. Um, and we're, you can use that same uh, uh, spelling to find us on Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, you can reach out directly you know, through our website. Um, and I'm at Carm at on Twitter, and you can direct DM me if you have questions or want to learn more about what we do. Carm Hentress, thanks so much for joining us today on the Hospital Finance Podcast. Thanks so much for having me. Really enjoyed the conversation. If you have a topic that you'd like us to discuss on the Hospital Finance Podcast, or if you'd like to be a guest, drop us a line at update at Bessler.com. This concludes today's episode of the Hospital Finance Podcast. For show notes and additional resources to help you protect and enhance revenue at your hospital, visit Bessler.com forward slash podcasts. The Hospital Finance Podcast is a production of Bessler. Smart about revenue, tenacious about results.